This is the Monks Park Surgery Podcast. Hello and welcome to the second Monks Park Surgery Podcast with myself, David Fulker, and Andy Langton, the dog. Hi. Hello. So how are we since last time? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, the sun's shining, the, wa- the weather is warming, so that's um, it's always a pleasure. Oh, it's raining again. Yes, yeah, thank you for that. Snow expected on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Mm. Last time we said about the, the number of hits. I've done a little bit of research. Very excitingly, we've had 37 episode downloads since last time, which is only two weeks. Fantastic. Which yeah. I thought was really cool. Mm. Somehow we've had 159 site visitors. Okay. And it says 593 feed hits. Now, I don't know what that means. So do we know what that is? Is that uh, <laughs> More homework. Okay. But 37 episode hits, that's cool. That's only going to grow every time as people start looking and yeah. finding the, the website. So hopefully that somebody's interested in what we're doing. So that's good. Well, I, I, I'm hesitating to say that 30 of those are mine and, and six <laughs> yeah. of them are yours. Yeah. But maybe, maybe. Who knows? Now, the reason to do this podcast, as a quick update, is that You've brought out a fantastic new newsletter, haven't we? Yes, absolutely. Um, we're going to try and do a couple of these a year. So it just it's a, it's a medium for us to talk to or communicate with our patients and also communicate with the local people in our area. If you're not local, where can I see the newsletter? The newsletter is available or will be available shortly on our website. That is www.monkspark.com surgery-bristol.co.uk. Well done. <laughs> Again, speaking of you might not be local, just to go back to the stats, really mm-hmm. exciting. People are listening to this podcast mm-hmm. in the UK, America, Canada, and there's even been a hit from Japan, which is awesome. Fantastic. So, so hello to Japan. Yes, hello Japan. We, we did think of saying hello in Japanese, mm-hmm. but we'll do that next time. For so the next podcast. Keep listening yeah. out there. Absolutely. So what's on this newsletter, David? Okay, so we, we've, it's, it's more of an update, for, as I say, for our patients. Um, we've, we've got um, some new sessions that we've laid on, which we'll come to in a second. Uh, we've mentioned in our previous podcast the survey results, but we've got a little bit of a write-up there with regards to how well we've done, really. Um, there is a, a big write-up on the new NHS 111 launch, which for those of you who are not aware, NHS 111, in essence, has taken over from the old NHS Direct Service. Uh, NHS 111 is also um, how you guys will be able to contact the out-of-hours provider, Brisdoc. In, in essence, um, when, when the surgery here is closed, you will dial through to the surgery on our normal number. That's 0117969106. And after half past six in the evening, your call will be diverted to NHS 111. Your call will be then be screened, and if appropriate, it will then be passed over to Brisdoc, the new out-of-hours provider. So that's your new GP. Absolutely. Or they might call an ambulance. Yep. Or they might just give you advice and say, go and look on NHS Choices or something. Absolutely. I think advice and guidance is is presumably what they're, they're aiming to give. Um, and so that those that do need an ambulance, those that do need to rock up to A&E, those that do need to go to minor injuries are using that. Services appropriately. Fantastic. There has been some controversy over NHS 111, and I suppose the best one could say is that it's teething problems. Yes, absolutely. I think there's they've 
they've had some uh, initial teething problems in that, that you know that effectively that there were not enough people answering the phones um, when they did get through there were big long delays so I'd like to think that some of those things have been now been ironed out and we've been given every reassurance that things will continue to improve so ring ring our number as usual yeah and the person who'll answer when we're shut is NHS 111 yes there's there's a whole lot more stuff here that's quite interesting about when to use different bits in the NHS which is worth talking about as well absolutely because there's been a, a big thing locally to try and make sure people I suppose to put it negatively don't go to casualty when they when they they don't need to don't go to the walk-in center when they don't need to because it's all using NHS resources mm. we've got some videos on our website that we did in the surgery which yes. is quite fun on behalf of the locality um, both one about casualty and about the minor injuries unit, but also some from Manchester who've done some really good videos that we've been linked mm. on the site. But the basic message is that only really go to casualty if you, the A&E department, sorry, technically speaking, if you've got something that's critical or life-threatening. I was quite bothered when I did the video about what to go on here. It's things like significant chest pain, strokes, um, fractures, um, those sort of obvious major things yeah. and I wondered about whether to how we could present this was that list good enough until actually I saw it on the side advertised on the, the list advertised on the side of a bus where I live and I thought oh well if we can put it on the side of a bus then we can put it on on the, the video that goes on YouTube mm. but basically that's the message and then for minor injuries it's for clearly for minor injuries we also want to talk about walking centres and I was just coming to my mind was treating hot children and if children aren't unwell and all that sort of thing yeah frankly if you ring NHS 111 first and you're not sure what to do they will soon say whether you need to go to A&E minor injuries call an ambulance walking centre or will make an appointment for you to see an out-of-hours GP, which 90% yeah. of stuff can do. And even this week, I saw somebody who'd gone to casualty with a, um, a headache. Mm. And he, guys, you don't need to. Yeah. It, it's, it's actually quicker if you see the GP first and he says, I need to get into hospital, because we could admit you straight away mm. to the emergency ward um, rather than go and sit in casualty for four hours. Mind you, I guess if you're unwell, fast track to casualty but you never know yeah and, and for me I guess the 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 main difference between using a walk-in centre and minor injuries um, for those in our uh, area the walk-in centre is located in the Boots Broadmead uh, at the galleries shopping centre um, what I would suggest is that the, the main difference and again in our newsletter this there's a there's a big write-up on this so um feel free to refer to it. The, the walk-in centre is for your, you know, your basic cuts, sprains, minor infections and skin complaints. Um, the main difference with minor injuries is that minor injuries can do all of that for you as well and they'll, they'll, they'll look and treat all of that. But also, they obviously have the access to the x-ray machines and other diagnostic equipment. So again, uh, if there's any possibility of broken bones or even minor head injuries, you may feel it more beneficial to go to minor injuries. None of those complaints really are appropriate to go to your GP surgery with, because in effect, if you see your GP or if you see your nurse, they will probably be asking you to go to the minor injuries unit. Hey, listen, lecture over. Yes. Let's talk about the other side of, uh, this is inside the newsletter. Mm. We've got our opening hours. Mm -hmm. And it, 
these are brilliant because it's just been issued. Yes. And they're wrong. Yeah, pretty much the day before we even pressed print on the newsletters, we'd already tweaked them and changed them. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so the, the main difference in the newsletter, we've, 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 we've just changed our, our late night. So the late night, as advertised in the newsletter, was open till 7.30pm on Tuesday. This has actually now changed to 7.30pm on Wednesday. But we have but we have loads of appointments in the morning. People are quite impressed we're doing mm. early mornings on Monday, Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah. I, I was talking to a teacher this week who thought mm. that was absolutely fantastic. Great, I'll come before school. It doesn't mean you have to get up a bit, but yeah. those are really good. And those those appointments are available with Karen our nurse practitioner and that those first hour of appointments are from seven thirty till eight thirty with Karen on the Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, as Andy says are all pre-bookable up to two weeks in advance and available to be booked online. Yeah, we keep saying that. They come online the day, the night before, don't they? Um, so you can avoid yeah. avoid the, the rush in the morning. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, um, Karen's early morning appointments are available two weeks in advance to be booked online. So actually, although there's a, as, as Andy said, there's a, there's a small percentage of our appointments that become available online at 6.30 the night before, Karen's appointments are actually available to be booked two weeks in advance for those for that, just for that first hour. And we keep saying you can book ahead. Mm. For some reason, people have the impression that, that you can't. A, a quarter to a third of our high-level Bible Child doctor and nurse practitioner mm. um, are book ahead. Mm. The nurses are all book ahead. People sometimes say to me, can you not make them more book ahead? Now, three or four years ago, everything was book ahead. I think was it a month, yes. two months, a month, yeah, yeah. and everything got booked up. And basically, there were no appointments. Mm. There are no appointments today. I completely appreciate that. But tomorrow morning, there will be appointments because they will come free again. So you can get an appointment tomorrow. Yeah. I appreciate you got to do it on the day. But the, what was happening was that everything was booked up, and there were no appointments apart from emergencies. Mm. The other thing, Andy, to mention is is that it might be more prudent or more beneficial to you to actually book in for a phone call. And yeah, those phone call good. appointments are yes. actually bookable up to two weeks in advance yeah. with the doctors and with Karen, the nurse practitioner. So this might be that if you're due, if you've got a medication query, don't feel that you need to actually come into the surgery and spend 10 minutes with uh, either one of the doctors or Karen. Feel free to book in for a five-minute phone call. Yeah. Um, and again, these these are available to be booked two weeks in advance. Now, speaking of the internet, mm. this is very sexy. On the back page, mm. we've got a whole thing about booking appointments. Yep. Web, mobile, games, console. There's even a 3D... What do you call those? They're the smartphone scanner thing. Ah, they? yeah. Yeah. Isn't that cool? I've always wanted one of those. Yes. Yeah. Um, 3D barcode, that's what that's I'm looking it. for. Yeah. yeah. So, um, in effect, if, if, you're, if you are looking to do the online booking, all you need to do is to go to the homepage of the Monks Park Surgery website, and that is www.monksparksurgery-bristol.co.uk. Um, midway down on the homepage, there is an icon that you click, which, which is stated in a green box called Patient Access, and that takes you through to the Patient Access online booking form, uh, where you can log in. And, and directions are on the... They thing are. Yeah, to save absolutely. you falling asleep while you listen to yes. us in the car. It's all on. It's all on here. And, and it's really quite fun. Um, mobile phone, Nintendo, actually anything that can get onto the internet. Really, anything isn't that's, it? Yeah, anything that's internet that's, capable. Yeah, that's cool. So, and and those, a lot of those appointments come free the night before? Yes, absolutely. 
That's fantastic. So to, to, I guess, to finish off the content of the newsletter, Andy, is that at the bottom of the bottom page, of our, sorry, the last page, we have a, a link here for our Twitter feed and also an advert with regards to if you're a smartphone user. And Twitter is at Monks Park Surgery, mm-hmm. Park spelt PK. Yeah. And that's for like day-to-day stuff. If, say, suddenly we're all ill or the building's fallen in or the computer don't work, mm-hmm. then we might tweet it out or meetings that are coming up or something so that's day-to-day stuff mm. and that's quite cool and yeah this app thing this is something i got into recently we're really interested in getting people to communicate with us um, over the internet so people can send in I and mean, just today i've had somebody brought in two sheets of paper with blood pressure readings all over uh, which had clearly been prepared on the computer he could have emailed them in and we'd have had it on the screen mm. i could have thought about it Yesterday, I saw somebody with half a dozen completely normal blood pressure readings, fine on the tablets. We could have done all that by email. Yeah. Um, to make that even easier, so you can use all your Excel stuff, but lots of people are using iPhone apps. There's a couple of really great apps you can have on your phone mm. to, to record all this stuff. And somebody said, why can't I just keep that on my computer? Well, you can, but you carry your phone around with you. Yes. And then what you can do is email that to... Well, certainly to me at the moment because I'm trialling it, mm. and then email it back to you. A lot of guys who have blood pressure and diabetes tend to be older and are not quite so techy. Mm. But if you are, then contact us and we'll, we'll, we'll go for it because I yeah. think that could be quite fun. And uh, when Andy mentions about contacting us on the newsletter itself, there is a cutout slip where you're able to leave us your name, your postcode and a contact telephone number if you are interested. And at some point in the future, you'll be hearing from one of the team. So, that's the newsletter. Lovely. I have to say, it's the orange wasn't quite as gaudy as I thought it would be. Yeah, we wanted, it looks to, good. we wanted to stand out. I'm told that the, the last edition of the newsletter was a teal, which for those of you who are not unfamiliar with the colour teal, it was a greeny blue. Um, and this is a burnt orange. Burnt orange. Burnt orange. Uh, shades of in there is a clue of what you can do when you finish reading yes absolutely (laughs) (laughs) well thanks for listening again guys that's really cool we'll try and do these every sort of I don't know three or four weeks no promises Mm. we've got a couple of our staff lined up Mm. uh, in the firing squad literally Mm. to do some interviews so you can get to know us a little bit more I think it's probably goodbye from me is there anything else to say no and it's uh, goodbye from him as well thank you take care guys see See you. you soon